What's up, family? It's time for a kickoff. Y'all know what this is. This is Speak. Now, a Hall of Fame quarterback might be getting benched. I repeat, a future Hall of Fame quarterback in Russell Wilson might be playing himself onto the bench. In case you missed it, $200 million and only 95 yards in yesterday's game. We have to discuss the shocking potential need that the Broncos need to do. 2-5, don't forget to rock. Oh. Dog. Don't forget to rock. High and tight, high and tight. That's this how I ran. Speak, James Jones, Super Bowl champ. Oh, Hoodie James out today. Hoodie. Yeah, Hoodie Friday. Hoodie Friday. Friday. Hoodie James, Hoodie James. Joy Taylor, I see you in the Sean McCoy coordinated wardrobe today. Well, you know, we just we had to come as the best dressed, you know, on hey. Friday. She said great. it. <laughs> she said it. Think alike, what can I say? That is Joy Taylor, Eagles all-time rushing leader, LaShawn, Shady, McCoy. Okay, Shady, uh, this one hurts me, this topic does. Because Russell Wilson, I am an incredible fan of him personally. Yeah. And his game, I've been a fan of for a mighty long time. We came into the league together. I first met Russ at the Senior Bowl, an all-star game coming out of college. But James Jones, his play this year has not been up to par. Yeah. Let me ask you the question that some people might be too afraid to ask, but we're glad you're here to listen mm -hmm. to. Is it time for the Broncos to bench Russell Wilson? Mm. Hey, no, I don't want to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, it is. Mm. And the reason why I say that is because the Broncos are not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I do not believe that Sean Payton wants Russell Wilson to be his quarterback for next year. So with that all being said, we hear all these rumors about trading Corden Sutton, trading Judy. You got your best pass rusher out of there already and yep. sent him to the 49ers. You just cut your second best pass rusher in Frank Clark. So it sounds like you're just saying, you know what, it's time to kind of blow this thing up and let's rebuild this thing. And the only way to start to rebuild that thing is to sit Russell Wilson down, go out there with Jared Stenham. Who knows how many games you may win. You will get a high first-round draft pick, and you go get yourself a quarterback, and you start rebuilding this team. But Russell Wilson is not even going to benefit from out there playing. His trade value is not going to go up. If anything, his trade value is going to go down because we do not – in five games, six games, we have seen this team look terrible. So it's not like we're just waiting on Russell Wilson to look like the Russell Wilson of old. It hasn't. He wasn't the Russell Wilson of old last year. He hasn't been the Russell Wilson of old this year. So with that being said, I just think they need to blow that whole thing up, and I think it starts with the quarterback spot. Um, sitting Russ down, making sure Russ stay healthy, and hopefully they can find a trade partner for him. Shady, I surprisingly agree with James Jones. And the reason I do is there have been roughly 150 opportunities for quarterbacks to play on Sundays this season. Roughly 150. You got five weeks of play, 32 games, et cetera, or 16 games, 32 teams. Russell Wilson threw for under 100 yards yesterday. Ah. Shady, only Justin Fields, only Joe Burrow, and now Russell Wilson have done that. Three times out of a plausible 150 times have quarterbacks thrown for under 100 yards, and Russell Wilson is one of those dudes. Russell Wilson, I believe, is maybe 9 and 17 or so in his last 25, 30-plus games. 9 and 21 in his last 30. 9 and 21 in his last 30 games. Shady, it can't get worse than what it was yesterday. I don't think it's all Russell Wilson's fault. Russ, it's not all your fault, big dog. I do not think you are exclusively to blame. No I still think you can play and contribute to a team and have success. Yes, but the Broncos have to make a change, Shady. They have to. The quarterback touches the ball on every play. I think it might be time for the Broncos to at least hit a quick reset. You can bring them back in later, but hit a quick reset. Mm. I, I disagree. The, 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 the Broncos don't have a, a Russell Wilson issue. They have a whole Broncos issue. 
Mm. Listen, they all got to share that blame. <laughs> all of them. They all yeah. playing bad. Like, I watched last night, and, and I've been saying this a lot lately, where the wide receivers are not getting open. Mm-hmm. I don't see no separation. I don't see no, 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 no open wide receivers. Now, I will say this. There's some times where Russia just put the ball up there and get a wide receiver a chance. Take some chance. If you see the touchdown with, with Cortland Sutland he, in the end zone, he caught the one-handed yep, one-handed touchdown. Yep. He was covered, but it was a, it was a great catch. Mm-hmm. Great, great defense, but a better catch. Yes, sir. So when I look at this team, even on the defense, now the defense played a little bit better last night. But they've been bad, bad, bad the whole season, right? They're, they're almost last in every category as a, as a defense. And then even the Chiefs, they didn't play great on offense, but they went up and down the field. Mm-hmm. They just didn't score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So when I look at this team, what's the real issue? Yeah, some rust. Rust can be better. Mm-hmm. But then I look at the whole offense. Look at the whole team. They all can be better, coaching included. So when you ask me who, who's the, 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 bigger, the bigger issue, should we bench rust? I'm going to say no. Let, let him play it out. Mm. Because he's struggling, the wide receivers are struggling, the whole team is struggling. And I think even with the coaching, there was, there was a play um, before the half where Sean Payton caught a timeout. Yep. Thinking it was, what, second down or third down? It was fourth down, bro. Fourth down. That year of, of being out of football, as you can see, it built on some rust. And I, I think that how good of a coach he is, he'll be better. So when you ask me to bench him, I'm going to say no. Mm. And if you're going to bench him, you're going to bench everybody. <laughs> but, Joy, because you can't bench everybody. You know what I mean? Like, they releasing everybody. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> they try. Make, make the special team coach the head coach. <laughs> Sit Sean down. They everybody try, got to be benched. They try. But uh, to Shady's point, because he's being somewhat facetious, but I take it to a degree seriously, you can't actually bench all 11 on offense. Yeah. But you can bench the one that touches the ball every time. Mm-hmm. I, don't think she- I don't think that Russell Wilson should be responsible for the other 10, but the fact of the matter is he touches the ball every time. If you could bench all 11, I'm with Shady, but you can't. So should you bench Russ? I know it's tough. But I'm listening to y'all talk, and I'm like, imagining Caleb Williams with Sean Payton. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Man. But why you got to bench him to win? They no, got, they want to bench him to lose. I mean, I'm sorry. Why you got to bench him to lose? They, they, they lose him now. Lose. That's what I'm saying. But, but, but they're going to have to trade Russ in order to make that happen. Who's going to trade for Russ? Somebody, somebody's going to trade for Russ. <laughs> Ain't going to Somebody's going to trade for Russ, yes. I guarantee you, nobody's going to go out there and, and be like, like you know what, I'm going to give you this it. for Russ. No. no. They no. did Carson Wentz? Somebody's going to trade for Russ, All yes. Right. And Carson Wentz did not want to Super I take Bowl. bets. Mm. I like Shady the game. does take bets. Yeah. I like the gamble. I, 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 I believe someone will still trade for Russell Wilson. Mm. We say, you say it all the time. General managers, coaches are arrogant. They have egos. Yep. They believe That's they true. can do better than somebody true. else. So with that being said, Russ can't get hurt. I'm just trying to get you to change your answer. Well, so they can't put him out there because so he can't get here's, hurt. Here's the thing. I, this, is, this is where I've been since the beginning of the season. I think if they make it to the bye and they still look like they do now, then yes. The bye is week nine. So if you we're in week six now. Two more weeks of this, I, I, I'm, do what you want. Do what you want. The rest of the season is lo- the season is lost already. So you're already having conversations about what are we going to do next year to get this ship right. So I think by the by, if you're in the same situation, which let's be honest, the way that this looks, uh, they probably will be. Then it becomes unreasonable to play Russ because you are going to have to move off of Russ, and maybe the time away from the from the field will make people, you know, imagine it went a little bit differently and and start to believe that they can fix him, and then you start preparing for the future. This is just a, it's a disaster top to bottom. I just don't think, the, for the money that he's making, for the prestige of Sean Payton, you, you can't do it just yet. Here's my question, though. Why the buy? Like, what are you waiting yeah, for? Yeah, because if you are saying bench well, him by I, the buy. I would say because uh, the, the buy is week nine. I was going to say week eight. You're halfway through the season, essentially, and you have, nothing has changed. 
But do you like? I don't anticipate I mean, anything changing. Yeah, they would have won. So it's like if you that? if you are saying it could be done at any point in the season, mm. we've seen six games now. This is the worst start in Broncos franchise history. It ties it, I believe. Worst start in Russell Wilson's history. Mm-hmm. Worst start in Sean Payton's history. And there is nothing on tape that leads you to believe yeah. it will change. That's a wrap. Nothing on tape. Then uh, my real question is, why wait? And, and real and real quick to touch on that. If I'm Russell Wilson, right, and, and I'm not saying as a player you never want to be benched, period. You always feel like if you're out there, you're going to help your team win. But you mean to tell me you done traded two of the best pass rushers on the defense. You want the defensive coordinator to stop people. You're already talking about trading two of your best pass catchers mm-hmm. in Jerry, Judy, mm-hmm. and Corlin Sutton. Whether they get open or not, those is two starters. One got the C on his chest. What? Why would I trade both of them and then still send Russ out there? That's cra- that's crazy to me. Russ so for me, if you're going to do all that, bench Russ, put Stenham out there with these young fellas, and however the season plays out, the season may play out. But I would I would sit Russell Wilson because if you are trying to trade him, you can't risk him getting hurt going out there. So you would you would you would start next week with Jared Stenham? I would because because I don't see nothing changing. It's a bad football team. I, I mean, you know? it's inarguable. Mm. <laughs> like there's a bad there's team. nothing I can say to argue that they are not a bad football team. I just think you're paying yeah. him $200 million. You've leveraged what you did to get him and gave up what you did to get him, whether he's playing yeah. well or not. And I really feel a bit silly arguing for him all week and then and arguing for Sean Payton and then watching that performance last night. That's my problem. Like, it's not getting better. No. James, if I was seeing growth, yeah. I would be like, oh, okay, bet. Let's, let's just see what he can do. But as a defender, okay. if your quarterback marches out on the field after a whole week of practice where you just lost a game to the Jets, a game in which you could not afford to lose because you should be better than the Jets. But you know what? Hey, let's right the wrong. Short week. Let's go out here and dominate. First possession. You go four and out. Mm-hmm. On fourth down, Russ, you take a sack. It's fourth down. Just check. Let me see the rock, big dog. It's fourth down. Do that. Mm. Do what Shady did. Just, uh-huh. just throw it. Just uh-huh. see what happens. You can't <laughs> afford to take a sack on fourth down. Quite literally, America, this is the only thing that Russell Wilson cannot do is take a sack on fourth down. Just throw it up over your head and pray to God, who you believe in fervently, yeah. and see if he will deliver you. Amen. Uh-huh. Now, after that or happens, how about, or how about uh, on the second possession, three, coach, on your own 45 going against Patty, punt it. Here's the second second (laughs) possession, though, James. Interception. Mm. So if I'm a defender and we've waited all week to get that sour taste out of our mouth versus a Jets loss, and the first time you see a fourth down turnover on downs, Mm. second time you see an interception, Mm. what what are we doing? What are we doing? What? I mean, I guess you could bench him. I'm trying to see it from, from, I guess, uh, how you see it, but... You got to have some backups that, that you want to see play, right? And, and I think of, like, for example, last night um, you talked about Fred Clark. Um, they got mm-hmm. rid of him, and they got rid of um, Gregory. Right. Randy Gregory. Right? Right? Yep. Randy Gregory. So now I watched Jonathan Cooper, right? He was balling. I was like, who's this, who's this dude? I had to look him up. From Ohio State, he looked pretty good. Seven-round draft pick. Now they're going to use him for the future. Now, if you got players like that that you, you think are pretty good, you want to test them out, I would do that. But as far as for the quarterback position, like, we already seen yeah. what Stedham could do. We already seen that. And then Russ... Yeah. Like I said, like, like, as much as you want to blame him, you got to blame everybody. That defense is bad. The wide receivers ain't getting no separation. Yeah. Y'all watched the game yesterday? Yeah. But has oh, it... They, on fourth, fourth down, they did a, um, a sprint, sprint out. 
um, um, to the right side, right? Mm -hmm. Was it fourth down, third down? Fourth down. down but it was the fifth possession. You, you, you got mad. You got mad about yeah, it. Fifth possession. But I'm like, Acho, like, where's he going with it? Where's, mm -hmm. where, where do you want him to go with it? They, they lied, locked up. <laughs> they locked up. Like, like, like. That's right here, yeah. Come that's on, what like, jailhouse locked up. What do you want to do? Yeah. Won't let them out. So you see what I'm saying? So I get it. Try to throw the ball, but where are you, where are you going with that? Where? Who? Where? How? But on it's, fourth it's, down, you're giving them so, one option. Yeah. It's everybody, though. So as much as we want to blame Russ, and you say bench him, I mean, Fourth day. You got to bench everybody. Everybody got to get a bench. I, I, but, but if, you, if they, they're going to bench him, it's to completely pivot towards the future. Exactly. Okay. It's, not just to, it's not to punish Russ. Yes. It's because, okay, we are not winning with you. We need to make sure you don't get hurt so you still retain some trade value. I believe someone will trade for Russell Wilson regardless. Somebody out there is going to need a quarterback, and if it's between Russell Wilson or any of the other lists of backup quarterbacks, they're going to go with Russ regardless that, of how much that. money. Everybody got to pay somebody. Yeah. If you can afford him, you can structure it. We, th we thought that none of these, we thought Goff's deal couldn't get moved. Yeah. Carson Wentz, the people get paid and get moved all the time. I believe it will happen. Right, if you are see. talking about the future here and you have to pick between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson being there next year, we know who's going to be there next year. Now, I'm not saying Russell Wilson won't, but the way that things are looking right now. Yeah. And, and that's my only reason why I'm saying pay him, because even when you just listen to the head coach, the head coach ain't came up there one time since he got there and said, Russ, my guy. Mm -hmm. Not one time. Every time he get up there talking about Russ, he ain't doing this. He need to stop doing that. He need to stop doing that. So you, you already know, like, Sean Payne ain't even on his side. So with that being said, we not winning. I'm not on your side. I brought in a free agent, and I'm paying him $10 million And Jared Stenham. Like, he ain't just making no little regular That's minimum. Life, yeah, minimum backup money. Like, they, they brought him in and gave him some nice little change. So I just, he's not going to be there next year, period. Or the coach would have came out and said, Russ, our guy, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to be here. We're going to get this thing right. He ain't said that yet. So obviously, they're looking for the future. So if you're looking for that, don't get Russ hurt so you can trade him. Put Stenham in the game. And see how many games you can win from here on 95 out. 95 yards look crazy, though. That is crazy. That look crazy as well as looking at it. That's like Justin Fields. It literally. Justin Fields, Joe Burrow. 60 Russell yards, Wilson, 80 yards. Yes. Only quarterbacks yeah, under 100 yeah. yards to play. Yeah. Yeah, don't bring, don't bring Fields in it, though. This ain't Fields' topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, staying in Colorado, Deion Sanders will be favored in one more game the rest of the season, and it is his game tonight. Only one more game will he be the favorite. Is tonight a must-win game? Is Deion and the Buffaloes take on Stanford? Oh, we got to talk about that one. Prime time. Check us out every day. Fox Sports Channel. How you Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS162 or MS170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, let's get to second and short. Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes, they play tonight. You do not have to wait till tomorrow for this game. They host Stanford. Now, the Buffaloes got some good news. Reports say superstar Travis Hunter is on track to return to play tonight. Well, the offense, Shady, they have been shaping up. We were there when they played USC. They finished the game strong. However, tonight for Stanford, this is really their last gimme. 
This is the last gimme. We take gimme. Because after gimmies. that, ranked opponent, ranked opponent, Arizona, who's played both Washington and USC tough, ranked opponent, ranked opponent. Tonight's the last gimme. So let me ask you first, Deion Sanders, primetime, close friend of yours, a man we spent some time with as recently as the last two weeks. Is tonight a must-win game? A must-win. You just said it. It's a gimme. We take gimmies. Gotcha. I remember on that schedule we had the, the, the uh, back then it was the Washington Redskins, right? And we had the old Bills, Cleveland. We wanted them games because mm -hmm. we knew we had to play the Patriots. We had to play Dallas. We, those were going to be good games. So they got to get this game. If, if Coach Prime wins this game, they 5-2. and two. Uh, now, mm. Think about this for a second, though. Look good. These boys won one game last year, Joy Taylor. Mm -hmm. Now you coming this year 5-2? and two? Look good. Come on. Look so good. They got to win this game just for the re recruiting, respect. And to see where they place at as yep. far as now at 5-2 and two, and then you, you look forward to playing on big games. Yep. Anything can happen on big games, right? You, you look up, they might have lost, what, four games this year, three games this year. That's a great, and that's a win. That's a successful season for 100%. Coach Prime before he got his real dog. So go out there and win this game, Coach Prime. We need this. 100%. Yeah, I'm with you, Shay. Doesn't it feel like it's like some kind of like low vibes around hey. Colorado? Like, <laughs> Do it again? Like, <laughs> like, I mean, I go back. You got some loose shoulders. My, uh, my drones are stiff. <laughs> they won one game last year. One. One game. They win this one, and just one more, and they're in a bowl game. They won all the games they were supposed to win based off of that TCU win, correct? Yeah. Okay. And now they've been closer than we wanted them to, and that USC game was closer than USC wanted it to be. Seems I was a little bit right about that USC win, by the way. The same. They did go to triple overtime with Arizona, their backup quarterback, just had to get that in there. I think this is a must-win game for Prime because this is a game he's supposed to win and the expectations have changed. We do expect them to get into a bowl game, so you're going to need to win this game tonight. It is going to get rougher for you, but I think when you take a look at what has already been accomplished there, it's, it almost feels like we're, like, down on them. Oh, I'm, like, like, I'm like, everyone's, like, not as excited. Like, it's not, as, not a big of a deal. Like, if they get to a bowl game, they won one game last year. Yeah. When, after tonight, if they get a win, they're poised for one more win and go to a bowl game. How incredible is that? Mm -hmm. It's still a very exciting story to me. So, yes, it is a must-win game tonight. They're favored by 11 and a half. Mm. They should win this game. They have Travis Hunter back, which is very exciting, a very good positive Yes, it game. is. Yeah. So I expect them to win tonight. James Jones, tonight is the biggest game of the season for Colorado, and yes, I will say that every game going forward no, because right. every game going forward <laughs> is the biggest game of the season for Colorado. Mm -hmm. You have to win tonight to get to five. Yeah. The magic number in college football is six. Yeah. So you got to win another one to get to six. So after you win tonight, Colorado, what you better do, you got to go find another one, but it's going to be hard to find because Wazoo needs it. Mm. Utah needs yeah. it. UCLA needs it. Ooh. Oregon State needs Ooh it. In Arizona, they need it too State because State. they will be fighting for a bowl game as well. You have to win tonight. And not only do I need them to win, they need to look good again for me, James yeah. Jones. Yeah. They have not looked good since they played Nebraska in week two. Yeah. In week two. Consistently. 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 Just a, a total football game. Like, offense they, looked kind yeah. of good at the end of USC, yeah. but the defense was atrocious the whole game. Yeah. Last week versus Arizona State, nobody looked good. Yeah. One by three points against a bad ASU team. Colorado State didn't nobody look good besides Shador. Mm -hmm. I need to see top to bottom a game put together you yeah. gotta win it james Jones. absolutely and this is the game what i do with this one that's what i did joy i circled this one right here come on man this is a must win and the reason why it's a must win because you get yourself to five and two yeah i don't care there's nobody up here on this desk think prime gonna lose one two three four five in a row 
He's going to find a way to win one of those games. I don't care who it is, ranked opponent, unranked opponent. He's going to find a way to win one of those games. It's going to be extremely hard to find a way to win two of them. Yes. So you have to get this one done against Stanford, and I'm with you, Acho. You're going into the bye week after this. If you can get this one done in a dominant fashion and go into the bye week with a couple extra, with an extra week to prepare for UCLA, then who knows what's going to happen in that game if you get yourself in the rhythm, especially with Travis Hunter back. But you got to get this one done. This is the one I circled. Last week I circled. To be able to get yourself to a bowl game, you got to win these games right here. And then you get an extra week to prepare for UCLA. And I got my money on Prime if he get an extra week to prepare for UCLA coming off of a dominant win against Stanford. But this one here, but James, most important. James really and I'm still circling. Because he seems to be fake circling stuff on his notes usually, so he wrote Stanford so he could actually You know what I'm saying? Chip Kelly's the coach of uh, UCLA? UCLA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, don't, don't let Chip cost you money twice. Man. I got to call Prime. I need, I need this. I need, uh, uh, and you know why? It's, it's personal. personal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yes, it is. Uh, Shady, here's the other thought process I don't think people are talking about. There are two ranked teams that currently have two losses. LSU, shout out to your nephew, and Notre Dame. LSU, Notre Dame, two ranked teams that got two losses. Mm. If Colorado can handle business against Stanford, in they're 5-2. and two. If they get back into that top 25, their two losses would be to Oregon and to USC. Yeah. If you can get back into that top 25, we can start talking about you collectively again. It's hard to talk about an unranked team. Like, only time we talked about unranked Colorado was before TCU. And that's because TCU was ranked. Yeah. And TCU was coming off a national championship. And it was Dion's first game. Shady, if Dion can win this one, five and two, only two losses versus, you know, two really good teams, then the momentum can start to come back. But if you lose, you're not top 25. You lost uh, to Stanford. Recruiting is kind of like, wait, what y'all doing? Like, I mean, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. But we, we do got to keep in mind that, yes, it is Coach Prime. It is Deion Sanders. He got, he got his players he brought. But they lost. They won one game last year. Mm -hmm. So I anything now is like, is like icing on the cake. And, and, and I, I hate to say it like that, but because there's no moral victories in sports. Sure. But, man, I'm just thinking about this for a second. The worst team you ever played in college, wherever they may be. You win one game, then a new coach comes around, and then you, 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 you five and two? That got to stand for something. And I, I just, that just shows you what's, what's for the future for this team. Because next year, they're going to be real, real good. More experience, they, they know what to expect, better, better recruits. Deion Sanders, as, as Coach Prime, being a better coach. I think he's a really good coach now. I think next year he's going to be even better. Right. The, as the years goes on, you get more experience. So I'm already um, applauding him and praying him already on what the season and the job he's done already. I just think that the, the ice on the cake, if they beat, they go on five and two, yeah. and they go against some of these big schools, and maybe they might get a surprise and beat one of these teams. But it's going to be a battle. But I'm just saying, right now, the job he's done, uh, all the praise and the glory to, to, to Coach Prime and his, and his Colorado Buffalo. Real quick, is it a success if they a successful season if they don't make the play, uh, bowl game? I will say no, and I will give you a detailed explanation as to why. Please. Um, we are praising Deion Sanders not exclusively for what he's done on the football field. What he has done on the football field, we have seen before. Context. Matt Rule goes to Baylor. Takes over a Baylor team that was in shambles off the field and in shambles 
on the field. Baylor. Takes them from a one-win team to a 10-11-win team. This is Baylor that is in Waco, Texas. Not Austin, not Dallas, not Houston. We've seen that. We saw Lincoln take USC, a four-win team, to an 11-win team last year. Now, you say that's USC. USC wasn't getting no recruits. USC's been in shambles since Pete Carroll left. They've had, like, three different ADs and about three to four different coaches. So we've seen that happen as well. We got boys in, in, in coaching at places like Texas State, Tate, my own homeboy, G.J. Kenny, who's coaching there now, who took that team from nowhere to major upsets this year. It's not just about what Dion's doing on the field. It's what he's doing off the field. What he's doing on the field, we seen before. Mm. We've seen before. I've seen one-win teams win five games. Seen one-win teams win four games. Now, I ain't seen a one-win team win nine or ten games, but we've seen that before. What we haven't seen before is what he's doing off the field. So, I need to see... You gotta win a bowl game. What, what about, like but what about for Colorado? The last time I remember Colorado being good was either Cordero Stewart and, uh, and they had the, the Eric Bieniemy and, and them guys. It wasn't that recent. Colorado was good in, I believe, 2018. Andy fact-checked I, me. But Colorado uh, was... Other than the running back that played for Denver, uh, um, uh, Lindsey? Philip Lindsey? Lindsey? I don't know so many guys that went to Colorado. I, I never, yo, I've been playing in the NFL for a long time. I did a short period in college, but I, I never talked to, or even thought about Colorado. We never was even a conversation. Sure. When we went there, I was like, yo, we, we really want to go to Colorado. Remember I kept saying sure. to you, like, yo, we about to go to Colorado for like a game. Yeah. Wait, we want to go to Colorado for work. I couldn't believe it. So I get what you're saying. We've, we've seen it before. You talk about Baylor and USC. I, I, a lot of coaches come there and win games there. Bay or Colorado? Yeah. But also, even if they don't oh, make a bowl game, if they win five games but don't end up making a bowl game, that is that is still a significant turnaround from a one-win team. Sure, but it's not. Before. It is, and I agree with you exclusively and you on that wholeheartedly. But what it is not, it is not worthy of discussing yeah. every day on every show because we've, so we've seen that. We've seen that so maybe many not, times. But here's what USC and Baylor does not have. Prime, of course. So, of course. regardless of of how, if USC won five games off of one game, or, or Baylor won five games off of a one win season, they don't have Deion Sanders there. What's All, that mean? What's that mean when you say that? Because the turnaround is based off of recruiting, which Deion is not going anywhere. Like, if you will, you lose some recruits because they want to go somewhere that they feel like they're going to win right now. Yes, mm -hmm, right. Of that that will happen. Will you get some recruits because they saw what the sideline was when we were there for the USC game? Yes. So it's so obviously you want to win. I'm not going to argue against wanting to win. It's always better if you win more. But what I'm saying is if they win five or six games, they don't make a, a bowl this okay. year. I'm not going to look at this season as a failure in any capacity because we weren't talking about USC Correct. and we weren't talking about Baylor. And the difference is what is off the field, which is exclusively yeah. prime. I'm, I'm, I'm with Acho on this. On the field, I truly believe it's a failure because you're this close to getting five. You got Stanford in front of you. You're this close to getting to number five. You need one more. It's going to be tough to get two out. If you lose this one, it's going to be tough to get two to get to a bowl game. I just think when we look at it and we come out of this thing and say, yes, they did improve from one game to four games instead of one game to six games and a bowl game, with what Prime's done on the football field, I think that is going to speak volume to recruits, to whoever that, look, we went from here to a bowl game. Now we went from here to four wins and still didn't make a bowl game. So I think this one's big. I think a bowl game is huge. And I think if they don't make a bowl game, strictly on the field, what Prime has done off the field, no other coach can even compete with Prime when no. he's done off the field. But on the field, I think a bowl game is, is huge. Or the football season, 
on the field. Coach Jones. Coach. <laughs> <laughs> when we return, the show gets even more excellent. We will be joined by a two-time Super Bowl champion, my former teammate, Shady's former teammate, the Ew, one and yeah, only yeah. Malcolm <laughs> Jenkins. Oh, my dog, Jenkins. Up, bro? Hey, come back from commercial break and catch all of it yeah, next on Beat. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. You got to ask about Sean Bay. That's what you got to ask Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. together. No one more notable than this. <laughs> Jenkins, Devs, Bryant, they're about to go to blows, and you can see me hovering in the distance. <laughs> taking, ready. taking notes. Jink, I was ready. He wasn't doing nothing. <laughs> He's just watching like everybody like else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is Malcolm Jenkins. Won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Won a Super Bowl with Sean Payton in New Orleans. Super Bowl 44 back in 09. Let's talk, Jink, about Sean Payton, because yeah. you know him better than anybody on national television, and you can speak to it better. One in five. Ties the worst start in Broncos franchise history. Broncos players, they're starting to be more and more dejected. You got guys sitting at their locker rooms, dejected, distraught, all of the things. What's going on with Sean Payton in your mind? Why haven't they gotten it right? Well, I don't think it's, winning in the league is, is hard. You don't just show up somewhere and, and turn on a switch. You've got to create a culture. And I think what we've seen so far out of Sean Payton is we, he got to New Orleans in 2006. We've seen him build an entire culture that lasted for decades sure. in, at one place. And now we're seeing him in the planting seeds in a new spot that was difficult last year. He's got a quarterback that doesn't seem to be met, um, emerging with his offense, an inconsistent defense, and obviously he's not even making great decisions as a head coach. So I think we're waiting to see it all come together. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously the expectations are super high. But are you giving him a pass? Because you know what he's capable of. Like, y'all literally won a Super Bowl together. Let's see that picture again of Jink and Sean Payton if we can. Y'all literally won a Super Bowl together. So he was a Super Bowl caliber coach, at least coaching at that level. I'm not seeing it right now. He literally said yesterday when he called the timeout before halftime and the Chiefs got three points, he said it was a bonehead error. Yes, it was. Yeah. Malcolm Jenkins' quote, see, Eagles Super Bowl champion season, all it takes is all we got. Yeah. All it takes is all we got. Sean Payton ain't giving him all he got right now. That's, how, <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. What are you seeing? I mean, I, I would say that nobody's thinking that Sean's doing a great job right now. Uh, but I think when you look at his pedigree, what he's been able to do, mm. it's hard for me to, to look at five games, six games, and say, oh, well, Sean don't got it no more. We saw him in New Orleans, even, you know, with teams way past the Super Bowl, he's had success, had one of the most winning franchises in this country, in, in the league. Um, and that's been consistent. This year is not there, and everybody's trying to figure out what that is. I think it's a combination of the quarterback, the defense, but him. But I do think if they want to have any kind of turnaround this season, anything to be proud of, the players are going to have to buy in, and Sean's going to have to merge, mold himself to, to lead this team. You're a winner at the highest level, and you're telling me a lot, but you wrote a book called What Winners Won't Tell You. What's the impetus of this book? What's the book about? Why do I need to read it? And how can I become better by reading it? Yeah, I think all of us, we see winners. We see people that we hold on high regard on a pedestal. And we think that the distance between us and them is so great. Um, and it really isn't. And so what I wanted to do was take my 13-year uh, career and contextualize it, talk about not only the successes that we've all seen, but also the dark side of that 
struggles with mental health, um, my being a leader, all of the failures I've had, and, and just really every person and event that has made me, me. I think in order for us to tell our own stories as athletes, we have to tell the whole story, not just what happens on Sundays. And you get to see that in this book. Hopefully it motivates people, inspires people. Uh, and, and builds people up. The greatest book is a book an author has actually lived. Yes. You've won two Super Bowls. What was your most memorable moment? You won a Super Bowl with the Eagles, 2017, Super Bowl with the Saints, 2009. What makes you a winner? What would you say makes a winner a winner? Yeah, I think when you look at those things, we try to define winning with the, with the accolades, the titles, the Super Bowls. But the winning is actually the, the act of playing, the seasons that we were part of, the teams that we were part of, the practice, the habits that you do every day is what makes you the winner. The result is just the, the result. The actions that you take every single day is what makes you a winner. When you look at the Bradys of the world, yep. the Mannings of the world, I talk about it all the time. Tom Brady is not the most athletic, he's not the most Ooh. talented, but he does the ordinary better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it takes to be great consistently over time. Well, you heard some sound effects from Tom Brady's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's head to the test. Yeah, yeah. Let's head to the test. Hey, wait, wait, real quick though. Yeah, yeah. Can, you still, can you still do that cue dance you used to do? You used to do like a little yeah, scary. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna break with it. We're gonna break with it. We're gonna break with it. Shady, I mean, he got a suit on. The question we've been discussing today, and Shady, let me let me ask you because I just asked Jink, are you giving Sean Payton a pass for the season? He gets a pass. It's Sean Payton. The guy sat out of football for a whole year. He's rusty. If, if I sat out of football, you know, for a year, I'm gonna be rusty. See, this is the thing, though. I, I like to give guys. We talk about the, the floor and the ceiling. Yep. The reason why we give Josh Allen so much grace because we know where his floor can get. He can give you four picks. He can do that. He can do that. But he also come out there and give you no picks because the ceiling's that high. Sure. And give you touchdowns and, and be favored to be MVP every other year. It's the same thing with Sean Payton. His floor is real bad right now. Sat out of football for a year. Defense is bad. He hired some bad coaches. He's not making the, the, the best decisions. Offense is not playing well. But, like you talked about up there, about him changing the franchise, we know what his ceiling is. His ceiling is super high. Sure. Like championship high. Mm -hmm. So, knowing that, I got to give him some grace print and give him a pass. Sean Payton, he'll get it together. I know that. I trust in him. Here's my problem, though, Joy. I would say at least one of your favorite coaches, if not your favorite coach, is Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin's floor hey, is Mike. not this low. Okay. He's never had a losing season, I believe, in 16 years. Meanwhile, Sean Payton is 1-5. I can't give him a pass, Joy, because he, if you're an all-time great, be great all time. Be great all the time. Are you giving him a pass? I am giving him a pass because I saw this Broncos team be bad, bad last year. So maybe he just didn't realize how bad the situation was. <laughs> yeah. He miscalculated some things. He, he made some hires that were ill-advised. He was away from football for a year, which was his choice. So it's not like somebody forced that upon him. So that is his responsibility. And like you said, nobody's saying he's doing a good job. Right, We're not right. up here. Oh, he ain't. <laughs> 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 not But the question is, am I giving him a pass? It, I, for now, I have to. Because I gave Russ a pass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and I didn't want to, because I was pretty convinced that it was going to look like bad again this year, and it's looked bad again this year. It's, it's, it's somewhat better, but I gave Russ a pass, and the reason I gave Russ a pass is because we knew what his height was. We mm -hmm. knew what his sure. ceiling was. That's right. So I have to give the same grace to Sean Payton, because I know what, his, I know what he's capable of, I know what his resume is, and I've seen him win with different types of players. So I, I can't just go six games in and say that, he, that it's, all, it's all over and he's not going to turn it around. Now, next year... Mm. We'll revisit. Right. You know, I, I've seen a lot of players with their ceilings up here mm -hmm. walk down in that locker room and say, dang, what happened? They cut me. Mm. They let me go. Mm. Dang, they ain't give you a pass, dog. <laughs>
Because <laughs> you ain't producing. And it's about winning and it's about producing. I'm not saying the man can't turn it around, but you ain't getting no pass. You are labeled as a Hall of Fame coach, right? A coach that could come in there and change stuff around. You picked. You were off football for a year. You looked at a couple of these organizations that was looking for head coaches. You say, Broncos. Right. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where you chose to go. And now it's looking like this. You don't get no pass. You picked to go there. You chose to go there. Everybody said you can change Russell Wilson and get Russell Wilson back to the Russell Wilson. You haven't done that. You labeled as this Hall of Fame coach. You don't get no pass. I'm not saying fire the man. Dang. I'm not saying that. I, he, he's done too much in this league to fire him after one season. I'm not saying that. He should, he will get another opportunity. But you don't get no pass. Whatever this record say this year, that's going to be hey, on his job. resume. 13-3, 13-4. I, 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 I deal with all this, all this madness. <laughs> so, wait, you familiar with, with the Bears, right? Yeah. Justin Fields, if he has oh, five, hold on, hold on, if he has five games, he throws, I don't know, 300 yards, 350, four touchdowns, no picks. Would you call him a great quarterback? Yeah, for that, that little bit of time. Uh, <laughs> so, so, Until he shows me something different. I wouldn't consider him. But what I'm saying is, okay, so his, I don't know if you know his track record, but he's, 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 nah, he's not. He's, he's not had a six, great he's, career. He's already six and twenty. Remember, that's a Buckeye you're talking. You're talking about Buckeye. Oh, but, but here's, but here's what I'm saying about Sean. I think Sean's. I think Sean's problem is he's a no nonsense coach. He's come out and talked critically about all his players, yes. about the coaches yes. before him. So when you set that bar, now everybody's expecting you to produce, and mm -hmm. I think that's really you know we've expect we've seen that out of him. He's that coach that'll talk talk about his players in meetings, talk about them in. Uh, the media, and so I think when you create that narrative around yourself, the expectations are high, and and you can't get a pass when you don't give people passes. Right? Mm, so I, 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 don't think that it, I don't think that it erases, you know, that's what he's done in the past. He's definitely that's not getting fired. Well, like, well, he write books, so that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so, so last year, now he, now he's an Aaron Rodgers, like uh, he loves Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'll, say, I'll leave it at that. Be safe for TV. But look, this is what I'm trying to ask you. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers last year in, in Green Bay. That wasn't good football. Well, who gave no, him a pass, though? You, we, you did. You said he's going to be uh, this much a great quarterback. At, at, uh, I said it would be better, but I didn't say he'd get a pass from last year. <laughs> you got to pull up. Joy, I gave you a pass. I, 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 <laughs> We're talking about passes here. What contextually we're saying is this one moment defining your entire career. No. no, but does this moment apply to your resume? In that way, I have to say no right now because I don't know if this is a fluke. Because I do know is what his consistency is. That's I'm a consistency right. person. Right. What do you do consistently? A six-game fluke? Because here, here's what it is. Shady, we talk about this all the time. Shady, Shady, we talk about this all the time. We talk about this all the time. You got to give grace, right? Nobody's perfect. Right. right. So is, is this a moment or is this what you are now? And that, that mm. is what I think is happening. I think this is a moment. I think he will correct this next year. Yeah. I think it will look differently. He'll get players in there that fit with what he does. And it will look differently. I have to believe that because I did that for Russ. You call it the whole season a yeah. moment? That's what yes. I'm I mean, yes. 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 Okay. That's what I'm yes. So Nobody so ever had a bad season? Yes. So, so real quick, um, when they finished 3-14, uh, and 14, mm -hmm. When we Google Sean Payton's career, that three and fourteen ain't gonna, gonna be, be there. there. <laughs> Look, I was I was He's part of the worst pass. defense in NFL history. He's gonna say pass. Everybody gets a bad year, yeah. 
In 2012, I was part of the worst team, worst defense in the history of this game. But what I'm saying is they We can wipe that off my resume. Please do. But it's on there, though. No, it's not. You have two Super Bowls. Exactly. So what was your ceiling? Your ceiling was two Super Bowls. Exactly. What do you do The floor was that, yes. But when we describe you, we don't all, like, slip in also. He was on the I can. It just wasn't in the prompter. Thanks for joining us. Two Super Bowl winning Malcolm Jenkins also was on the worst defense. Y'all make sure y'all go get what winners won't tell you by Malcolm Jenkins. Incredible teammate, incredible person, and incredible author. Make sure you go get this book wherever books are sold. You will regret it if you don't. Next is Friday Flowers. Joy handing up some flowers to some unsung heroes in the sports world. Is this my book? Or who you Ooh, okay. okay. Yeah. I'll be reading now. I'll be reading. Oh. <laughs> Hi, family. Welcome back to Speak. It is time for the best segment of the week. It's time oh. for Friday. Oh, no. Not quite. Oh, my bad. Oh, my bad. Oh, my bad. It's time for Friday Flowers. Joy, what you got for us? Uh, we were just talking about New Orleans. New Orleans native Foster Moreau signed with the Saints this offseason, oh, but Foster. the former Raiders tight end was dealing with something very serious, much more serious than football. He was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma during his physical with the Saints in March. Seven months later, with his cancer in remission, he scored his first touchdown for his hometown team. Moreau was able to avoid radiation and chemotherapy because his cancer was caught early. The end zone that he scored in was painted to promote the NFL's crucial catch campaign, which aims to intercept cancer early. So an amazing moment for Moreau, his family, and the Saints, and crucial catch. Very important. Next up, we've got a little breaking news in Friday Flowers. Today, I'm very excited about this. The International Olympic Committee approved flag football for the 2028 Olympics oh, yeah, here in LA. Cricket, baseball, softball, and lacrosse were also approved as well, which is great. But football will be in the Olympics. Flag Ooh. football. The full IOC membership is expected to ratify the approval on Monday. Tyreek Hill, our good friend Rob Gronkowski, have both expressed interest in joining the U.S. squad. With Tyreek tweeting, quote, calling all NFL guys, let's bring one home. So we got a wide receiver and a tight end. Is there an all-decade running back? On the <laughs> <laughs> I have something to say about this. Uh, he's here. Shady. I'm here. Yeah. He's trying to add an I mean, Olympic gold medal. You know what? How much they paying, though? I got to ask. I mean, it's the Olympics. Uh, it's not enough. It's, it's not enough. Yeah. Oh, it's free? Yeah. yeah no, it's it's not, I don't know. You get, you'll get lots of promotion. Like, you'll be here in L.A. You know what I mean? Okay. You'll, get, you'll get some... You know, well, I, I don't work for food. I work for pay. No, endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. oh, I'll do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, sign that's, me up. That's, that's Dr. Jim Welter, first uh, woman coach in the NFL, the Cardinals. We did a flag football camp for girls here in L.A. for the Super Bowl. That's some of the, the girls working out. See this? It's hard. It's see? hard. So I, I, like, I, I, I could be See the way her. my knees are set up? I can't, I can't try out, but. I heard you had some speed. I did. But I, I could be her first, you know, all-decade running back she's ever coached. I could be that. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. I think Jim Welter <laughs> should be the coach for the Olympic team. You going to try, James? No, nah, my the way my hamstrings are set up. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not even playing. Nah, I watch. I watch. Uh, well, speaking of coaching, there's going to be a phenomenal coaching showdown in Dallas. Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy. Monday night, whole world watching. One team is two and two, another team is three and two. But both teams desperately, and I mean desperately, need a win. Jerry Jones talked about his team status, saying, quote, we have the ability in the next 12 games to absolutely step up and be a contender this year, not next year. Woo, Shady, Monday's game. 
Chargers, Cowboys, Kellen Moore, former Cowboys OC, they both desperately need wins. Is it a must-win game already for the Cowboys sitting at 3-2? and two? Kellen Moore going to be showing off. Yeah. But I, I, I'm going to say no. It's not, it's not a must-win, but it's a good bounce-back win. Yep. I, I think if they, if they lose this game, it's not the end of the world for them. Um, but this is a game they could win because they should. They, they could beat this team. Because they're more talented, but they are on the road, and it's a West, West Coast trip. All them things do matter. You remember, you know, that trip. So it's not a must win, but it'll be a great bounce back win. It would be a very interesting game because if the Cowboys go to 3-3. Three and three, That's what I'm saying. Eagles Ooh. sitting there undefeated. Y'all know Dang. the Eagles not losing to the Jets. I mean, right. I love The Niners already sitting there undefeated. The Niners are rolling right now. If the Cowboys go to 3-3, three and three, that is not a good place to be 2-5 when you are only six games into the season. And I remind America, the Cowboys have the fourth toughest strength of yeah. schedule going forward. Their last six games of the season, I'll do it from memory because I'm not looking at it right now. Oh, I do have it, though. Yeah. Seahawks. Eagles, mm. Bills, Dolphins, Lions, Commanders, mm. Seahawks, oh, wow. one loss. Eagles, no losses. Bills, y'all know what they talking about. Dolphins, one loss. Lions, one loss. Commanders. Mm. So if the Cowboys don't get ahead of schedule right now, James Jones, yeah. they're going to have to do a lot of makeup work later in the season. Is it already a must-win game? No question it's a must-win. And the game that I'm circling right now <laughs> is the Arizona Cardinals. Because if they win that game, this ain't a must win. Because you're going to be sitting at 4-1 and one right now with a loss to the Niners. You lose this, you 4-2, and you're still in good shape. 3-3 mm. three and three puts you in bad shape, especially if Detroit wins, mm -hmm. if Seahawks win. You're outside looking in on the playoff picture now, mm. depending on being at 3-3. Three and three. So for That's me, point, yeah. this is a must win for the Cowboys to make sure not only are they staying in the playoff picture, but staying afloat with the Niners and the Eagles. It's been one team, the 1972 Dolphins, that went undefeated. So history says Niners and Eagles is going to lose, lose some games, right? So you want to try to stay afloat if that happens. You lose this one, you're three games back, and you still got to play Philly twice in the division and, and, and the Dolphins and the Bills and Miami. Lord Jesus, this is must win, and they better get it done. I mean, let's be serious. This isn't, a, this isn't an easy game. Not no. Chargers are a good team. It, wouldn't, like it wouldn't normally be that yeah. big of a, of a mark to lose to the Chargers, but you just said it. Yeah. Because of this position that it would put them in, yeah. this is a very serious yeah. game. We them boys, right? At 3-3? Three and three? Mm. <laughs> The muscles looking win. like mine. I like, don't mean they're going to win, but it's like, a must win. Like little. You going to hey, try out? Hey, James, you? <laughs> Flash football? <football? laughs> no. You said we're going to lose some games? I didn't hear you. You said uh -huh. the Eagles are... You said we're gonna lose I just said history says that you say that. Oh, well, say that. Yeah. <laughs> that is what I said. <laughs> Keep in mind, the Cowboys need to avoid that seventh seed. Because that seventh seed gonna have to see the Eagles or the Niners exactly. in round one. Mm -hmm. That's what they gotta be mindful of. Sorry, mm -hmm. <laughs> right, my bad. <laughs> The, the bad kid, you'd be like, and that, and that seven seed mean you'll never get that a home game. Right? <laughs> All right, week six kicked off last night, but it's time to see our picks. Who are we picking for all of the games this weekend? Come back for the most exciting part of the show. Speak. Appreciate you hanging, family. I didn't pick the Cowboys. Who put that on my sheet? All right, family, our two-minute drill means it's time to reveal our picks. You see every team I am picking. I got off to a 1-0 start. Thank God, needed that. My surprise pick, I guess, Chargers over the Cowboys or Bucks over the Lions. Joy Taylor, what you got? Um, I'm also going Bucks over the Lions. I'm going with the Cowboys, though. I don't think that they can. They can't afford to go 3-3. Three three, Heck, so no, they can't. I think they're going to play better in this game. My surprise of the week, as y'all can see, I got the Jets over the Eagles. Oh! I'm playing. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know he's joking. I know he's joking. I know he's funny. I know he's funny. I know he's serious. 
Uh, oh, Shady, what you got? Shady, what you got? Ravens over the Titans. Lamar and the wide receivers, they don't get it together this game. Surprise, Shady. I mean, oh, the, Seahawks, the, the, the way they've been dropping passes, you might go with it. <laughs> Come on. That is facts. Appreciate y'all hanging with us. We'll see you Monday. Huge slate of games this weekend. See you then. Hey, put the beat back on. <laughs> hey, hey.